As 2022 winds down, we reflect back on what went wrong for our Chicago White Sox and the hope we have for 2023. Yasmani Grandal may regret staying in Chicago this offseason due to the weather, but he is clearly on a mission to get healthy, get stronger, and bounce back next season. The importance of Tim Anderson can't be talked about enough. Would Anderson like to be a member of the White Sox long-term? And would the Sox make those wishes come true? You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Lockdown White Sox. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. A bet online where the game starts. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk off-season White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, we are about a month and a half away from Pedro Grafol's first spring training as White Sox manager uh, as he plans to set the tone early. Uh, should the White Sox just go ahead and make Tim Anderson an offer he can't refuse? And Yasmani Grandal had a lot to say about 2022 and his road to recovery. Hey, everybody. Uh, Lockdown White Sox is in uh, this off-season mode currently and has shifted uh, to three episodes a week instead of five. Uh, but again, if there is some major news on the White Sox front, uh, that episode number can always be modified. Uh, look for new episodes uh, next week on Tuesday, Wednesday, and uh, Thursday. Uh, I don't know if you saw all of this uh, stuff from NBC Sports Chicago and Chuck Garfine on Yasmani Grandal came out earlier this week. Great stuff to digest uh, during this uh, long holiday weekend. Uh, Yasmani Grandal on his progress as he tries to return to accustomed levels like so many other players on this White Sox team. Uh, Chuck Garfine had an article through uh, NBC Sports Chicago. He had a podcast episode about it as well. Good stuff on Grandal's struggles uh, in 2022 and what he continues to do to prepare himself uh, for 2023 20, uh, and beyond. So uh, Chuck wrote, if uh, Grandal is awake and not coaching his daughter's youth basketball team in Chicago, he is spending seemingly every moment of the day trying to answer and fix all that ailed him uh, so the misery that he experienced in 2022 doesn't happen again. Uh, this is what Grandal had to say. Uh, some great quotes in this article. Uh, I tend to take losing a little bit harder than most people. It fired me up. 
Uh, by firing me up during the year, it frustrated me even more because I was unable to be helpful. Uh, Grandal opened up about his frustrations manifesting in unhealthy ways. Uh, oh, yeah, it definitely came out in bad ways. I tend to go into this dark hole. Uh, my wife can notice it. I'll get home and I'm not talking to anybody. I get to the field and I'm not talking to anybody. And I'm on the constant go, work, work, work. Uh, why did we do this? Why did we do that? Why did I do this? Uh, what am I not, why am I not moving this way? So I'm looking at myself for all of the failures that we had and now how I can change that. Grandal expanded upon uh, those leg issues he had from uh, last season, uh, back issues as well. Uh, I don't think too many people understand what it's like to have a dead leg. Uh, when I hurt my back last year, both of my discs bulged and went completely out. I was running down to first base against Texas uh, on June 11th. I had a really good game the day before, a really good game the day before that. I was feeling really good at the plate. Running to first, I was like, my hamstring went. I kind of slipped when I came out of the box a day later. I can't even get out of bed. The doctor told me we can do the surgery and it takes 10 minutes. It's just a small incision, Grandal said. I felt like I needed to get back to my team and help them out. That's just the mentality that I had at the time. The days that it would come back and I would feel great, uh, you could tell that I would drive the ball but it was still not there. It was almost like warning track power. I would hit a ball, I would just square it up, and I would be like, that should have been a homer, and it gets caught. From the beginning of the offseason to now, it's a 360-degree change, Grandal said. My back is stronger, my mobility is better, I'm able to push more weight, I'm able to run more, I'm not getting sore, I'm not getting stiff. That's why I've been going seven days a week. We play seven days a week. I've always had this mindset that the catcher has to be the best trained guy on the field because we're pretty much doing the most difficult job in our game. We're on a crouch. We're moving all the time. That's why I've developed this regimen. Wow, some really interesting stuff. If you haven't checked it out, NBC Sports Chicago, Chuck Garfine does a great job. If uh, if you've already uh, read it or, or listened, it might be worth another, another one to get you motivated here for what Yasmati Grandal can bring in 2023. I mean, it, Grandal just sounds like he's building himself back up like Rocky did before he faced the Russian, uh, putting himself uh, through a grueling program to not only be ready for the beginning of the season, hit the ground running, but to be prepared for the long haul. That's what you want. Not just, you know, hold yourself and get ready for the home stretch uh, in August and September, but from the beginning. Uh, you can't doubt the work ethic uh, or the sacrifice that Grandal uh, has put forth this offseason. I feel like I've read uh, like half a dozen articles on, on the trials and tribulations of what happened to him health-wise and, and what he is changing uh, this offseason moving forward. I mean, for him to stay in Chicago and work on conditioning as well as form uh, from all the articles out there about Grandal and what he's putting himself through, it, it sure seems like he's almost 
redefining or reinventing his technique as a catcher, uh, kind of, you know, like what Giolito has been doing. Uh, there, there definitely appears to be some smoke uh, in regards to the White Sox looking for catching depth. I'm sure you've heard about all these rumors. You know, we had the Sean Murphy rumors that were popular about a month ago. And uh, recently there was talk of the White Sox trying to bring uh, James McCann uh, back from New York. Uh, that obviously is not going to happen. Uh, apparently, the White Sox were on McCann's no-trade list. Uh, it, it, I, that's kind of surprising to me. Anyway, the point that uh, catching depth uh, is being looked at, you know, that's never a bad thing. Uh, I love hearing uh, about the amount of work Rondell is putting in. It, it's no wonder he had the struggles that he did in 2023. I mean, those are serious injuries for any baseball player, let alone a catcher. Uh, Yasmani Grandal is clearly on a mission, and I hope his attitude rubs off on other White Sox players. Last year was an embarrassment, and it's time to start fresh. I I'm just hoping his body can handle it, and, uh, and we can see what he can do defensively and offensively uh, to his, the best of his abilities that he knows he can in 2023. Uh, we've seen the difference for a few years now when Tim Anderson is out of the lineup. I'm going to tell you why the White Sox should make a decision soon uh, about the future of Tim Anderson. More on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by NHTSA. Did you know that driving high is considered driving under the influence? That's right. Driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even in states where marijuana is legal. That means driving high could get you a DUI. And if you think law enforcement officers can't tell when you're driving high, you're wrong. Your friends can tell, your coworkers can tell, even your parents can tell. Everyone can tell. So what makes you think that law enforcement officers don't know when you're driving high? Driving under the influence of marijuana can slow your response time and change your perceive, uh, how you perceive time and speed. Uh, so even if you think you're fine to drive when you're high, you're not. Because the bottom line is if you feel different, you drive different. And driving high is driving under the influence. So remember, drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. So uh, speaking of, you know, 2022, uh, Grandal talked uh, in detail in this NBC Sports Chicago piece about what went wrong with the team and really the importance of, of Tim Anderson. Uh, Chuck had asked, uh, you know, what, what was it, the manager that was the problem, the coaches, the players, leadership, team chemistry, all of the above. Uh, and this is what uh, Yasmani Grandal had to say about that. At some point, every team is going to go through losing streaks. The team, the teams that are really good are going to snap out of it right away. It seemed like 10 games stretched to 20 games, 30 games, 40 games, and it seemed to be a pattern, a trend. At some point, I felt like we didn't know how, exactly how to snap out of it. We had the ability to do it, and we were trying to do it. It was almost like we got used to it, used to what day – uh, is the team going to be uh, going tonight? The biggest punch we had was when T.A. went down because he's our guy. Uh, Grandal said of Anderson, who suffered a finger in in injury on August 6th. 
and miss the rest of the season. I know that was a big punch in the gut because as T.A. goes, we go. I think it's been that way for years. As soon as he got hurt, it was like, man, that's the knockout punch. Uh, who are we going to look to get that fire going? Uh, Grandal said, uh, you'd see one day you'd get it. Uh, you'd, you'd come in and it would be this guy. And then you'd think, is he going to be that guy tomorrow? And then the next day it was, oh, is that going to be the same guy? Uh, that was a challenging part about last year. Who was going to be that spark? Who's going to take over? Who's going to be the guy today? And I felt like we put so much pressure within each other to be the guy that day. It just went downhill. I was still trying to be that guy. I've done it before. I've carried a team in the second half plenty of times. And then you have this one guy that's on the right side of you, or you're constantly with, speaking of Abreu, and you're seeing what he's doing. So you're trying to help him out. He's taking the load. So I've got to take some of the load off him to help out. Again, uh, very interesting stuff as Grandal opened up about uh, how everything just snowballed uh, for this White Sox team. You watched it. I mean, you saw it just seemed like they could not figure it out. Uh, interesting stuff and the inability to really get out of their own way. There seemed to be almost a, a self-fulfilled prophecy. Uh, what can go wrong will go wrong. Uh, now, with Tim Anderson going down and the team struggling, you know, I just wonder if that if that was a point where, you know, a manager or coaching staff can be the difference maker. You know, they can connect somehow, some way. Uh, they can set a tone, keep things on the level. Uh, these guys are professional athletes, and I think it's assumed that maybe they don't need a grown man watching over them, telling them uh, to keep grinding. But I think that's exactly maybe what's missing uh, at times, a consistent, powerful, and purposeful uh, message, you know, keeping things on the level, not letting players put too much pressure or added pressure, you know, keeping things loose. Uh, it, there was there was just something going on there, and it, it's interesting, you know, getting Grandal's perspective. Uh, now, Tim Anderson's importance uh, on this team Boy, it's been well documented for multiple seasons. When he gets hurt uh, and he's out of the lineup, it's just different. Uh, and I wonder how Tim Anderson feels uh, truly about the White Sox organization. Everything that he has seen uh, since he came up with the team, uh, I'm sure he imagines what it might be like to hit free agency in a few years after seeing all these shortstops uh, this offseason get paid. Uh, the reluctance of the White Sox organization to give out a mega long-term contract to one of their own superstars or a free agent makes me feel like Anderson's days are numbered. But I wonder what would happen if the White Sox put together a very generous package and tried to lock up Tim Anderson long-term. Uh, is that the right way to spend the money? It'd be a big question mark answered. And after seeing a Brayu walk, locking up Tim Anderson would be a welcome message to the fan base. Uh, the question really is, does Tim Anderson want to, set, to stay? You know, does he see what the White Sox are doing? Does he see it trending towards a championship uh, anytime soon? Uh, that's the big question. I wonder if those conversations are being held 
you know, if, if maybe the White Sox would give Tim Anderson the official, you know, captain C, we, we saw the Yankees do it recently with Aaron Judge. Uh, I feel like the White Sox are, are maybe desperately in need of maybe just some absolute leadership, uh, you know, player directed. And maybe Pedro Grafal is saying, you know what, I'd like to bring this into the uh, Sox organization. Let's give Tim Anderson the captain C and see how that goes. Uh, I don't know. It's something to monitor. I can see Tim Anderson tempted with what he's seeing players are making, but maybe the Sox have to act sooner rather than later, make a decision soon and try to lock him up and be the face of the franchise. Uh, There's a new manager and pretty much a new coaching staff. I'm going to tell you why Grafol's message and Grandal's work ethic should not be taken lightly. Uh, More on that uh, in a moment. So how can things uh, be different in 2023? This is a little bit from Grandal's perspective from the NBC Sports Chicago piece. Uh, This year is going to be a little easier just because now with two strikes, you don't have to go for that big home run swing. You can just stay up the middle, get your line drive or pull the ball between first and second, where before If you pulled the ball between first and second, it was a double play. It's definitely going to change. I'm sure a lot of guys around the league are happy with it, but I'm definitely uh, looking forward to it. Grandal, of of course, talking about the the shift change, and and I think that is going to help Grandal and maybe even Sheets if he sticks around and is with his ball club in 2023. Uh, That is going to change, and that's an interesting perspective there by Grandal. Uh, it's my last year of my contract, Grandal said. I'm not really worried about free agency. A lot of people ask me about it. I've done this twice already. I don't really care about free agency. Whatever happens, happens during the season. I'm worried about one day at a time, get the win, get to where we need to be and surpass that. Uh, win the division, get to the playoffs, and hopefully make a huge run and go all the way, he said. Look at what the Phillies did. If they can do it, so can everybody else. And that's another very interesting piece. You know, this is Grandal's kind of walk here, so to speak. Uh, And he has mentioned uh, wanting to stay in the White Sox organization uh, after this contract. And and this is a big year for him. You know, I'm sure he's going to want to continue to play and what he does you know, it's going to shape, it's going to shape uh, if the Sox entertain bringing him back, you know, obviously, or if he gets a contract somewhere else. So there's motivation there as well to put up the results. Uh, this is Grandal talking about Pedro Grafol, which I love. Uh, he brings in a lot of fire. Uh, we've spoken a few times. We share ideas. It's going to be good. I can't say enough about that. Uh, so yeah, it all comes back to Pedro Grafol. Uh, he's talked about setting the tone immediately. Pitchers and catchers report in about a month and a half, believe it or not. Grafol's message needs to be loud and clear, and I hope the players are there to listen in a humble way. Last year knocked everybody down a few pegs. I hope Grandal's mentality is shared with other players and the new guys coming into the organization realize quickly that 2023 is a year of redemption, a year to recapture the AL Central. 
Folks, thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcasts. Uh, we are on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Lockdown White Sacks. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sacks your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever uh, you get your podcasts. Uh, coming up on the next episode, I'll continue to look at off-season scenarios for the Chicago White Sox as the Pedro Grafol era moves full steam ahead Happy holidays, everybody. Hope it's a safe uh, and happy one. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski, and until next time, go Sox.